it is going to be a little different tonight. I'm going to recite the Sermon on the Mount from memory. That's why you have so much scripture before you. Okay, now let me assure you, I want, so for two reasons I'm doing this. One is because I want the Sermon on the Mount to land on us in the way it was first heard. Jesus giving this in a stretch of teaching and, uh, and I'm praying that as we hear it, uh, we might be able to receive it in a way that we might not if I just taught from it all week. Two, uh, Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ. I'm your pastor. I love you. And uh, I, I want to model for you all uh, something that I believe in, something that I think is important, something that has changed my life, which is memorizing scripture. Putting the words of Jesus into my mind and heart and reciting them day in and day out. So that's my hope. My prayer is that one, uh, it would land on you in a way that you would feel the fullness of the Sermon on the Mount and all of its wisdom and glory and conviction. And then two, that I would model for you that your, it is worth, it, God's word is worth memorizing. Um, so with that, I'm going to start up now. I gave you all the Sermon on the Mount in your hands. I encourage you not to look. <laughs> all right. Uh, I would encourage you, Jesus' original listeners didn't have it in their hands. Um, so I encourage you not to look. Just, just let it fall on you. And if I need some help, I've designated one person for that job, okay? So I don't need anybody else's help, all right? So if I start stumbling or I mess up or I fail, uh, don't worry. I got somebody that's going to help me. And uh, all right, so you guys ready? Let me pray first and then we'll jump into it. So when I come out of prayer, imagine Jesus is speaking these words to you, okay? There's two verses in the beginning uh, that sets Jesus up teaching and then two verses at the end, okay? But in between is Jesus' words, all right? So I want you to hear it as if Jesus is saying it to you, okay? All right, let's pray. Father in heaven, I rejoice to recite the words of the Son of God the eternal one, the one who was with the word and was the word and became flesh and was crucified on a cross and risen from the dead in power and glory and might. I rejoice, Father in heaven, who's adopted me, who loves me. I rejoice to recite these words. And so, Father, I pray you give me clarity of mind. I pray you give me the ability to recall. And I pray, Father, more than anything, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you would work in the hearts of these students. They would hear this sermon afresh through your servant. So I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Seeing the crowds, he went up on the mountain, and when he sat down, his disciples came to him. And he opened his mouth and he taught them, saying, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they shall be satisfied. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall receive mercy. 
Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when others revile you and persecute you and utter all kinds of evil against you falsely on my account. Rejoice and be glad, for your reward is great in heaven. For so they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth. But if salt has lost its taste, how shall its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled under people's feet. You are the light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a stand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father who is in heaven. Do not think that I have come to abolish the law of the prophets. I have not come to abolish them. I have come to fulfill them. For truly I say to you, until heaven and earth pass away, not an iota, not a dot will pass from the law until all is accomplished. Therefore, whoever relaxes one of the least of these commandments and teaches others to do the same will be called least in the kingdom of heaven. For I tell you, unless your righteousness exceeds that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said, you shall not murder. And whoever murders will be liable to judgment. But, but I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to the hell of fire. So if, if you're offering your gift at the altar and there remember that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there and first go be reconciled and then come and offer your gift. Come to terms quickly with your accuser while you're going to court with him, lest your accuser hand you over to the judge and the judge to the guard and you be put in prison. Truly, I say to you, you will never get out until you have paid the last penny. You have heard that it was said, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to sin, tear it out, throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members than that your whole body be thrown into hell. If your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away, for it is better that you lose one of your members and that your whole body go into hell. And it was also said, whoever divorces his wife, let him give to her a certificate of divorce. But I say to you that everyone who divorces his wife, except on the grounds of sexual morality, makes her commit adultery. And whoever marries a divorced woman commits adultery. You have heard that it was said, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, 
do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king, and, and do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. You have heard that it was said, an, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth, but I say to you, do not resist the one who is evil. But if anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. And if anyone would sue you and take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. And if anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them too. Give to the one who begs from you and do not refuse the one who would borrow from you. You have heard that it was said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you so that you may be sons of your father who is in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. For if you love those who love you, what reward do you have? Do not even the tax collectors do the same? And if you greet only your brothers, what more are you doing than others? Do not even the Gentiles do the same? You therefore must be perfect as your heavenly Father is perfect. Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them. For then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Thus, when you give to the needy, sound no trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets that they may be praised by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing so that your giving may be in secret and your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, you must not be like the hypocrites. For they love to stand and to pray in the synagogues and at the street corners that they may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you pray, go into your room, shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do, for they think that they'll be heard for their many words. Do not be like them, for your father knows what you need before you ask him. Pray then like this. Our father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also forgiven our debtors and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your father forgive your trespasses. 
And when you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces that their fasting may be seen by others. Truly, I say to you, they've received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head, wash your face, so that your fasting may not be seen by others, but by your Father who's in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The eye is the lamp of the body. So if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness? You cannot serve two masters. For he will either hate the one or love the other or be devoted to the one or despise the other. You cannot serve God and money. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat, what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not your life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. And, and which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to a span of life? And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. And yet I tell you, even Solomon in all of his glory was not arrayed like one of these. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about what you saying, what shall I eat or what shall I drink or what shall I wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Judge not that you be not judged. For with the judgment you pronounce, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you see the speck that is in your brother's eye, but do not notice the log that is in your own eye? Or, or how can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye when there's the log in your own eye, you hypocrite. First, take the log out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to take the speck out of your brother's eye. Do not give dogs what is holy 
And do not throw your pearls before pigs, lest they trample them underfoot and turn to attack you. Ask, and it will be given. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be open. For everyone who asks, receives. And the one who seeks, finds. And the one who knocks, it will be opened. Or which one of you? If his son asks for bread, we'll give him a stone. Or if his son asks for fish, we'll give him a serpent. If you then, who are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? So whatever you wish that others would do to you, do also to them. For this is the law and the prophets. Enter by the narrow gate. For the gate is wide and the way is easy that leads to destruction and those who enter by it are many. For the gate is narrow and the way is hard that leads to life and those who find it are few. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will recognize them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorn bushes or figs from thistles? So every healthy tree bears good fruit, but the diseased tree bears bad fruit. A healthy tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a diseased tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will recognize them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. But the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord. Did we not prophesy in your name? Did we not cast out demons in your name? Did we not do mighty, mighty works in your name? And then I, will I declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Everyone then who hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock and the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat on that house but it did not fall because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell and the floods came and the winds blew and beat against that house and it fell. And great was the fall of it. And when the crowds, oh, and when Jesus finished these sayings, these teachings, the crowds were astonished at his teachings. For he was teaching them as one who had authority. Let's pray. Father in heaven, 
May we be doers of your word. We have no excuse. We will stand before you one day and have no excuses. We have heard the teachings of your son. And we stand condemned if we do not repent and trust in him. We stand deserving of punishment and wrath. So, Father, I pray these words would be sobering for us. I pray that uh, your spirit would make them alive to us. I pray that it would cut through all of the cultural noise that there's a living God who's come as Jesus Christ, who has revealed his will to us. And he wants us to build our lives on him. So, Father, I pray for those in this room who are under condemnation, who have not repented and have not trusted in you, Lord, I plead with you, please save them. Please have mercy on them. Please let them be convicted of their sin and know they need a savior. They know they need someone to make them right with God. Lord, burden them, burden their friends. Help them turn to you so that they might be saved. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.